You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. It's a Monday, a Monday after a very harrowing weekend in the 2019 season. I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. also want to get to a couple of calls. We got a poll question for you today and all that great stuff. But before I do all that, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. It's the best way to get it each and every day. I'm going to be with you every single day. There might be a couple of lulls throughout the off season or something like that. But for the most part, we're going to be here every single day and uh, all the way through the off season because this is going to be a fun off season. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. The Reds understand that the window is opening and I firmly believe that they're going to be very active this off season in getting that set up. But we're going to talk about all that in a minute. So make sure you're subscribed. Also, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. I did have a uh, live question and answer on Saturday through the LockedOnReds account. Maybe something that I do a little bit more often uh, just to, you know, almost like we're chatting. Almost like we're talking Reds. It was kind of fun. And then also save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone, 513-549-0159. You can call that. You can text that if you want to vent, if you got questions, whatever you got, 513-549-0159. I'm sure you want to vent. And I I, I tell you, if you you grant me, I, I, I might do that for just a minute. Because when we looked at this weekend... This was a weekend ripe with opportunity. Now, I'm not saying that we were looking at this as, hey, the Reds are going to make that run to sneak on it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Reds working toward 500, working toward that number that a lot of us reasonable folks who love our red legs have looked at and we say, you know what, they could really be, they could be 500 this year. That's not without of the realm of possibility. We don't sound hot takey by saying that. And 500 would show everyone around the league that they've taken that step, that they're ready to be contenders next year. I wonder if that's in the realm of possibility now. And I'm not going to go too far into that. I do want to just look at this weekend as a whole because it was a giant sucker punch to the fan base. I've got many a tweets and all that great stuff on the wonderful twitter.com of folks saying, well, yep, that, that that's it for me. We got football coming up. We got other stuff going on. Uh, this was a fun red season. You know, uh, see you next season. And I can't blame you. I, I can't sit here and be like, what are you doing? Come back. You got to watch. You got to sit down. You got to watch these reds. Because Lord knows it's... Uh, <laughs> If, if there's any more like this weekend, I don't know who wants to watch that. 14 to nothing on Saturday? We're talking about Alex Wood, or we were talking about Alex Wood, as a possible piece to next season. 
I don't know that you can convince me that they should pay him any more money than he's currently making now to stay on this team. He's not giving them one good start. And I know it's a tiny sample size, a very, very small sample size. But you look at what happened. He'd been unhealthy all season, working back from an injury. Then he comes back, and he's subpar. He's not great. Is this who he is? Maybe you can work him out of the bullpen and see what you got there. But keep in mind, right this season, he is one of the top three, I believe, highest paid Reds on the team. Obviously, it's Joey Votto. And then I think he was number two or number three. Is he going to get a raise to pitch in the bullpen? Are we? Are is that is that what we're looking at now with Alex Wood? Maybe it's a viable option to pitch out of the bullpen. But if you're going to have to offer him twelve, thirteen, fourteen million to be a lefty out of the, they've already got a bona fide lefty in Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett's their best reliever. So if you're telling me you're going to go out and you're going to spend that much more for a guy that's not going to be better than Amir Garrett, I don't know about that. And he really has not shown me any reason for the Reds to go after him. The, 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 the big thing that I've come away from this weekend is they've got to be able to score runs. Period. I, I love the pitching staff, right? We love the pitching staff. We love that the top three is set. But number three, who you figure if you lined them up in order, Trevor Bauer being the third guy, Got beat on Sunday. The Pirates whooped them. And, you know, I was I was so ready to have some kind of funny thing for today and why the Pirates suck today, but I'm not going to do that because, well, the Pirates didn't suck at all this weekend. They were ready to play ball. They were ready to beat the Reds at every facet of the game. And that'll bring us to this. Stat of the day. The Cincinnati Reds have lost nine straight games at PNC Park against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of analysis. I told you just a few minutes ago you got to score more runs, and now I'm telling you that they lost a lot. I, I'm really, We're really getting deep here with the analysis, but... Uh, now, I know the Reds held a lead on Sunday. They were up 3-0 in the top of the first. That's been the M.O. of the Reds this season. Let's score a bunch of runs in the first inning and then just stop. And it's it's just been one of the most frustrating things to watch. And this is the thing. This, this weekend is definitely rock bottom for this season. If you were to look at some kind of flow chart or, you know, win probability chart for the season when it comes to you know the Reds and making the playoffs and all this other stuff. It's a complete peaks and valleys type year. There's not been one point in this year where we felt comfortable. Because as soon as you get to the top of the mountain, something happens and you're heading way back down to the valley. And then you're in the valley and you're like, woe is me, but not for very long because they shoot right back up to the top of the mountain. It has been... One year where you just cannot, you don't find a specific spot and stay in it. And some people are going to say, well, the record and all this, it's terrible. They've been awful. It's not that bad. 
they hit their low point of the season. They tied their low point of the season at nine games under 500 after being swept by the Pirates. If that is the low point of the season to this point, it's been a good year based on the last five years. And I know they don't have a 500 record. They, they pretty much are out of playoff contention. There's still the mathematical possibility, but it, it's just don't, don't even go there. It's not going to happen. But I've been happy with what I've seen. But I've also been frustrated with what I've seen. That's been the nature of this season. There's not been one feeling, one general feeling of I'm comfortable with how good this team is or I'm comfortable, you know, saying that this is a bad team. They're not a bad team. But Lord knows that at the beginning of this season, we looked at them and we said, they're going to hit. We just got to see if they can pitch. And it's like completely flipped. They pitched. We just had to see if they could hit, and they could some days, and they couldn't some other days. I don't know. I'm ranting a whole bunch here, and i got to take a break. I'm way late for that. So we'll be right back here on the Locked On Reds podcast. We'd like to thank today's show sponsor, Blue Chew. By now, you've probably heard me do one or two of these ad reads here for BlueChew.com. There still is time. If you have not taken advantage of the introductory offer, head over to BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com and enter promo code MLB. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is a chewable form with the same active ingredient as Viagra or Cialis, so you know it works. And since it's a chewable, it works faster. You can take it whenever you need to. There is no set schedule or anything like that. Just whenever you're looking for that performance boost, you take Blue Chew. Go to BlueChew.com and enter promo code MLB for your first order free today. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Reds podcast today. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Monday. Uh, in the first part, I talked about the uh, unfortunate nature of this weekend series and sort of ranted a little bit there. Kind of went long on you guys for that first segment. Here in the second segment, I want to do a couple of things. I've got a Locked On Reds poll question that I want to get to, and I want to get to a couple of listener calls. But first... One more rant, and this is going to be way shorter than the first part, but the players' weekend uniforms. What on earth? Who saw those and thought they were a good idea? I mean, seriously. I used to work as a sports information guy for a couple of different universities, and one of the hardest things whenever you're covering a sport is to read the back of a player's jersey, figure out what name or what number even sometimes, is on the back there because sometimes they got crazy font, crazy color schemes. All white jerseys? Are you trying to give everyone a heart attack, trying to figure out what is going on on the field? And really, it even made me think, I don't know if you have uh, watched the show Black Mirror on Netflix. There's an episode where people kind of go through life as if it's social media and if they don't like a person they can block that person and whenever you block a person uh they they can't see you all they see is like white static white noise they can't see what you look like they can't hear you you uh, all that good stuff 
that's what it looked like. I was I looked like I was watching an episode of Black Mirror when I turned on the Players Week in baseball games. I love the nicknames. The nicknames are awesome. Throw those on the jerseys. Love them. I love the fact that you can you got these guys with really creative looking cleats and things like that that get to you know express themselves in that way. But we're gonna express ourselves with all white or all black jerseys. Seriously? That's what those those jerseys were terrible. The absolute worst players weekend jerseys that they've had since they came up with that idea. Just crazy terrible. I'm so glad we will have normal jerseys on Monday. They gotta fix that, man. That was that was man. When they have players weekend next year, I sure hope they get that fixed, because that was absolutely awful. Just terrible anyway okay that's the rant i swear i'm done with that let's jump into the poll question for the day is the moment you've all been waiting for the locked on reds twitter poll of the day all right now you're gonna have to follow my thought process here with this one because um it's a it's a good one i think anyway when it comes to because now we're looking at it and we're like all right the reds They've kind of exhausted the interesting part of the season. There's really not any hope. They they must they're gonna have to go on the craziest of winning streaks just to get back to 500. Let alone be any thought to hashtag sneak on in. So, and I know not all of you are crazy people like me and are just going to continually watch them every single day because you just love the Reds that much. I'm not, I'm not questioning anybody's Reds fandom there at all. I realize that there's plenty of things to do on a daily basis. I'm just weird and I happen to choose watching the Reds more times than not. But as a fan, now that it's kind of the, you know, quote-unquote time to move on from your baseball team of the year... Uh, I got a question for you, and you pick one of these, and it's gonna it, it'll be clearly worded on the Twitter poll. But you pick one, and the other things that you don't pick are completely eliminated forever from life. So during the baseball off season, do you either fill your time with a football, b basketball, c hockey, or d movies? So the four of those things, and Twitter won't let me do more than four. So those are the four that I've come up with. But you pick one, and whatever you don't pick ceases to exist. That's how this poll is going to work. Just a funky poll, uh, interesting thing for your Monday. Thought it might be a little fun to think about what's going to be happening this offseason because – as the Reds make moves, I know that we're all not going to be constantly sitting around Twitter and the television on MLB Network and all this other stuff to wait and see what the Reds are going to do. Because they're going to do stuff, don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be at any specific time because there's not like a, you know, this is when you do your moves and then you can't do them any other day sort of thing. So it's going to be a marathon if you will, for that. But how are you going to fill your time? Football, basketball, hockey, or movies? You pick one, the other three cease to exist. We'll see. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of it. We'll see how the poll goes. All right. I got time for one call. We're going to get to that one call right here. 
Hey, Jeff, it's Jordan again. I actually have one more question for you. A quick question. If you had the choice and if you wanted the Red, the Red to sign one of these players, which one would it be? Either Garrett Cole or Anthony Rendon. I just wanted to know your opinion on that one. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you taking my call again. And uh, go Red. Appreciate the call again, Jordan. Thanks for calling into the Lockdown Reds line. I like the question. Uh, who would I rather rent, Garrett Cole or Anthony Rendon? It, it's it's Rendon for me. Like the Reds' hitting has been so horrendous and inconsistent this season. They need to get big bats in that lineup. And if you can get Anthony Rendon and you can slot him into the second base position, put him into the middle of the order. That that's who I'm looking for. That I, I would love to see the Reds go after him in free agency with somebody. Now he does have some health concerns, so it'd be interesting to see how those all play out. But I think he's a guy that you can put your chips on the table and maybe not go all in on, but put a pretty decent sized chunk of your chips on Anthony Rendon and hopefully bring in some playoffs to the Reds in 2020. And Jordan actually had another question, and I didn't have time to insert the voicemail into the show, but he also asked what kind of percentage chance I give the Reds at the playoffs in 2020. Right now, I, I my mind hovers around 25%, and that is just without knowing what they're going to do this offseason. They've got to make moves. They cannot stay still. They can't stand pat and say, you know what, the guys that we have are going to get better, and they're going to bring a playoff. No, it's not going to work that way. They've got to go out and get the guys, and I think they know that. I think that's why they've been active on the waiver wire, adding guys like Freddie Galvis and going out and get Brad Boxberger and signing uh, Janichi Tozawa and, and guys like that, which we haven't seen some of those guys just yet. But also bringing up young guys like Joe Kunal, see what they've got in him, and, and different things like that. They, they've been active, and I expect that to continue this offseason. The Trevor Bauer trade came out of nowhere. I mean, kind of. There was rumors in the offseason that said that the Reds were interested in him, but it's not as if talks were, or not as if rumors were continually flying around since then. In fact, there were far more rumors about Corey Kluber and the Reds trying to trade for Corey Kluber than there were for the Reds trying to trade for Trevor Bauer. And then they were able to pull that deal off at the deadline. There was no rumors about the Dodgers trade. There was no rumors about Tanner Roark. There was no rumors about, I mean, there was some about Sonny Gray, but just the the moves that have happened, this off seat, or this this front office has pulled off largely with an element of surprise. And I think that's how they're going to make their big moves this offseason. Anyway, we got a long time to talk about all that. Jordan, thanks again for the calls, man. Recurring caller, Jordan, thanks for calling in. That's going to do it for us today on the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. Hope you're keeping up with the Reds. And if you're not, I definitely uh, don't fault you there because that was a rough weekend. But they do have four against the Marlins. Four very winnable games. A very sweepable series, dare I say. We'll see what happens. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked on Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.